Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Let's look at this objectively for a second. In order to organize time, human beings created calendars. As part of today's dominant calendar system, every year is divided into 12 periods called months, consisting of roughly 30 days each. All days are also grouped into sets of seven called weeks. And in Europe and the Americas, a significant chunk of the population suspects that bad things will happen whenever the 13th day of a month occurs on the day of the week called Friday. Like many human beliefs, the fear of the number 13, which is trisky decaphobia, or of Friday the 13th, known as Periskevi decatriophobia, isn't exactly grounded in scientific logic. But the really strange thing is that most people who believe the day is unlucky offer no explanation at all, logical or illogical. As with most superstitions, people fear Friday the 13th for its own sake, without any need for background information. The superstition does have deep, compelling roots, though, and those origins help explain why the belief is so widespread today. The fear of Friday the 13th stems from two separate fears, the fear of the number 13 and the fear of Fridays. Both have deep roots in Western culture and most notably in Christian theology. The number 13 is significant therein because it's the number of people who were present at the Last Supper, uh, Jesus and his 12 apostles. Judas, the apostle who betrayed Jesus, was the 13th member of the party to arrive. Friday has had a negative connotation because Jesus was crucified on a Friday. Additionally, some theologians hold that Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden fruit on a Friday, and that the Great Flood began on a Friday. In the past, some Christians would avoid beginning any new project or trip on a Friday, fearing that they would be doomed from the start. Sailors were particularly superstitious in this regard, often refusing to ship out on a Friday. And supposedly, President Franklin D. Roosevelt was among these ranks. Some historians suggest that the Christian distrust of Fridays is actually linked to the early Catholic Church's overall suppression of pagan religions and of women. In the Roman calendar, Friday was devoted to Venus, the goddess of love. When the Norse adapted the calendar, they named the day after Frigg or Freya, Norse goddesses connected to love and sex. The story goes that both of these strong female figures once posed a threat to male-dominated Christianity, so the Christian church vilified the day named after them. This characterization may also have played a part in the fear of the number 13. It was said that Frigg would often join a coven of witches, normally a group of 12, bringing the total to 13. This idea may have originated with the Christian church itself. It's impossible to verify the exact origins of most folklore. A similar Christian legend holds that 13 is unholy because it signifies the gathering of 12 witches and the devil. The number 13 could also have been considered pagan because there are 13 months in the pagan lunar calendar. The lunar calendar also corresponds to the human menstrual cycle, connecting the number again to women. But there are other traditions that link the number 13 and Friday the 13th to unluckiness. In Norse mythology, the beloved hero Baldr was killed at a banquet by the mischievous god Loki, who crashed the party of 12, bringing the group to 13. This story, as well as the story of the Last Supper, led to one of the most entrenched 13-related beliefs, that you should never sit down to a meal in a group of 13. Another significant piece of the legend is a particularly bad Friday the 13th that occurred in the Middle Ages. On a Friday the 13th in 1306, King Philip of France arrested some of the revered Knights Templar and began torturing them, marking the occasion as a day of evil. 
both Friday and the number 13 were once closely associated with capital punishment. In British tradition, Friday was the conventional day for public hangings, and there were supposedly 13 steps leading up to the noose. There are rumors of a secret society starting in the late 1800s at William and Mary called the Thirteens, said to be groups of 13 students who would meet in defiance of the superstition. The date was first enshrined in pop culture in 1907, when one Thomas Lawson wrote a novel called Friday the 13th about a stockbroker who purposefully crashes the stock market on that day. Around the same time, skyscrapers going up would often omit a 13th floor, a practice that continues today. People point to the trials and tribulations faced by the astronauts of the Apollo 13 mission. And, of course, the wildly popular Friday the 13th horror franchise about sometimes villain Jason Voorhees and Camp Crystal Lake further spread this ancient meme. Ultimately, the complex folklore of Friday the 13th doesn't have much to do with people's fears today. The fear has much more to do with personal experience— People learn at a young age that Friday the 13th is supposed to be unlucky for whatever reason, and then they look for evidence that the legend is true. Evidence isn't hard to come by, of course. If you get in a car wreck on one Friday the 13th, or lose your wallet, or even spill your coffee, that day will probably stay with you. But if you think about it, bad things, big and small, happen all the time. If you're looking for bad luck on Friday the 13th, you'll probably find it. And, perhaps unluckily, the 13th of a month falling on a Friday isn't particularly uncommon. It's actually one of the 28 most common dates on the calendar. Even if you don't take drastic precautions every Friday the 13th, are you totally immune to the superstition? Given the choice, would you get married, start a new job, or close on a house on a Friday the 13th? Most Americans wouldn't, even though they don't put much stock in the idea. Today's episode was written by Tom Harris and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other curious topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.